bless you. Father, we just thank you for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, we give you all the honor and all the glory in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed, so that we can be blessed in every way. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> we were talking about fear today. Amen. Hallelujah. I could give a testimony, but I won't. Hallelujah. I know you want to hear it, but no. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but the Lord is saying this, and this is what he was asking me. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to know and you have to identify fear. It's not a, 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 a it's not an answer, or it's not um, how can I say the solution. But you have to identify that thing that you don't want to deal with. You know those things that you keep running away from, or that thing that you keep putting on the back burner because you just don't know the outcome. You don't want to say anything to God anymore because you're going to tell him a hundred times. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody here? Amen. But God is saying he is bigger than any fear because God is in charge of everything. God is in charge. So I believe that that's the answer to fear. God is in charge, and he is bigger than anything that's threatening you. Amen. He's bigger. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear paralyzes. Anybody in here know what I'm saying? Paralyzes us, and it keeps us from moving toward God. It keeps you from moving towards your next step. Amen. It just keeps you from moving. It it keeps you in a frozen position. You don't know which way to go, which way is next. Amen. Because you don't know. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear lacks responsibility and makes excuses. And they become so much part of your life, you don't know that it's a... A false thing. Because fear is a false thing. Amen. False evidence that appears real. This is what Joyce Meyer calls it. Amen. Hallelujah. But God is the answer to all fear. And as we walk with God, we don't have to be afraid of failure. I believe failure is the biggest fear thing. Amen. Because I believe it has a connection with your pride. With pride. Amen. Because it's like, if I have failed, or if I fail again, what are people going to think? And then you start thinking the wrong way about your own self. And you move into this self-hatred because you know you didn't accomplish what your goals were. But you know the good part about this is God is, never gets tired of us. Hallelujah. He never gets tired. 
Amen. He never puts us down. Amen. He doesn't make excuses for us, but he loves us anyway, and he lets us know that it's never too late to get on track. Amen. And you can get it right. Amen. You can get victory over anything that's weighing you down, anything that's bringing fear or um, paralyzation to your life. You can move on in God and move on into the things, the new things that God has for you if we just make a determination to fight it. Amen. You have to fight faith. Fight fear with faith. (laughs) Fight fear with faith. Amen. This is how you fight fear. You fight it with your faith. When you feel paralyzed, you attack it back. Amen. You give it the word. You allow the word to change your mind and change your heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is bigger than anything that you can ever fight. And God calls us a success. He calls us mighty men and women of valor. He calls us victorious. You know, he doesn't put you down because of where you are. He doesn't try to expose you or, 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 you know, make you feel bad about who you are. But he'll deal with you in the secret place. Amen. He'll encourage you. Hallelujah. And he'll be with you. He'll bless you and let you know that it is never too late. Amen. But he's still going to um, try us, (laughs) dice us, you know, put us in all back on the potter's wheel. He's going to do all these things, but he's still going to be with us and let us know that you are not a failure. He's going to encourage us and lift us up. Amen. You know, and so there's, it's never too late to turn things around. That's what I'm saying. But fighting fear is a battle. And it can be won, but you have to have a strategy from God. You have to go to God. You know, it's, it's God is saying, I, I feel him saying, come back. Amen. Come back. Come back to me. And let me show you great and mighty things that you know not. The great and mighty things that you've never seen before, that you've never experienced before. Some kind of way, when you have fear of failure, you don't want to step out because you you don't want to touch it. You say, well, I might fail again. And you become paralyzed. It's almost like being in a jail cell. And you don't want to discuss it because you don't want people to know where you are. But you know what? Every, I believe everybody experiences fear some way, somehow. Amen. You ever been in a place where you're at a plateau and you don't know what to do? And so where you are is comfortable. That's, a, that's fear. <clears throat> you don't want to move forward because you don't know if that's the right thing to do. You, don't, you know you don't want to stay where you are. You want change. But you, you just don't really know where to go. And so I believe that God hears you. But he, you have to go to him and, and get a strategy on how to fight the devil. Because this one thing I know about fear, it'll come and visit you again even when you get delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Here it comes again. Here it comes again knocking on your door in some other form, in some other fashion. 
And so we should never be ashamed of uh, failure because God can turn things around in one day. He is with us. It, you know, the important thing is knowing that God is with us. Amen. And he, you know, changing your mind, your mindset, changing what you think about. Because, see, your thoughts is what keep you into fear. It's how we think and what we think about. And so a good strategy, and I know uh, it's a strategy that God would give us, and he'll say, think on things that are good, lovely, and pure. Things that are thankworthy, praiseworthy, think on those things. He would tell us to change how we think, change the atmosphere, command a different atmosphere, stay charged with the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so this is what God would do. If we go to God, he'd tell us. He would say, implement my plan to see progression. Implement the plan of God to see progression. What's his plan? The word of God. He's already made a way out of fear. Amen. And this is why he always told, uh, he tells it to everybody, but a lot of leaders before they, when they had to go up against the army, he would say, fear not. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not. And he's saying that to us today. Fear not. Fear not. That word implement means to, to put a decision or plan of agreement into effect. To implement it. To execute or to apply. Amen. So in other words, we need to tap into the power of God and peace. Amen. Because I think peace, people don't have peace when they're in fear. You got to tap into peace. Amen. By tapping into God, implementing the plan. Amen. Fighting, make a decision to fight. And this is something that I wrote down that I thought was really, really important. Place an injunction on the enemy of fear in your life. Amen. An injunction, an authoritative warning. Amen. Uh, an order or decree or a ruling. Amen. And so what you do is you make a decree to the devil that he is not going to keep you in fear. You place an injunction on fear. And you, you, you speak to it. And it's just so many different things that you have to do. But I, I really like that, place an injunction. I think you, we should do that to the devil every day. Amen. Draw the line. Who was that used to say, draw the line? You stay more surreal. You stay on your side of the line and I stay on mine. And I look at that as an injunction. You tell the devil he can't come over here. Amen. He's not welcome. He's a trespasser. You know, really, the devil, he has nothing to do with what you do. We don't belong to him. So everything, he's a perpetrator. Amen. Fear is a perpetrator. And so we have to keep the devil in his place. Amen. Hallelujah. Out of your life. Out of my life. You have to let him know that he has no authority. We've been given the authority. The authority is ours. You know, he's fake. Some of fake news, fake devil. Amen. Copycat. Amen. Fake. Liar. It's just a mirage in his world. But see, if he can get you to believe everything that he shows you, you'll be on that bandwagon if you keep it up. 
You have to shoot him down when he shows his head. And you do it immediately. And just don't go for this. Amen. He'll paralyze you. And then pretty soon he'll own you. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and God is our creator. He'll own us, but he'll make you think he does. Amen. With his manipulation. He's a con man. He's fake. Doesn't do anything right. Doesn't love anybody. Hates everybody. Amen. Loves commotion. Loves strife. He loves disappointment. He loves everything that's bad. And so what we need to do is stay on the winning team. Stay with God. Amen. I know to conquer fear, we have to get comfortable with the secret place. Comfortable in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. Visit God all the time, every day. Amen. Hallelujah. Not once a month. or You know what Christians do? Most of them. We don't. You know. But anyway, they go to God when they get in trouble. That's how the world does. But God wants to know us. He wants a relationship. Amen. So God is saying, amen. God is saying, come back to peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Come out of self-pity. Stop being emotional. Fear is real emotional. <laughs> Y'all know how it works. I'm telling you, there's a way to, to operate in peace. Amen. You know, you don't let the devil see you sweat or his people. And you can just take it calmly. Because if you think about it, you're just going to have to get calm after you get excited. Amen. If that burned off calories, I would do it more. But it doesn't work. <laughs> and so we need to learn how to deal with this enemy called fear. <clears throat> because it is an enemy. And so the important thing is to implement God's plan to see progression in your life. To come out of this locked room of anger and depression. See, all that stuff comes from not knowing which way to go. Being fearful and being locked in. Well, if I do this, then this might happen. And if I do this, that might happen. It's just uh, a game of chess where you don't know which way to move. Are y'all here today? Amen. So come back to peace. Kill the paranoia. Feeling unqualified. Amen. Being in a place where you don't think you can achieve anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Come back to peace and believe again. Start to believe again. When you are in fear and you're paralyzed, you don't believe anymore. Amen. Because you think it's, same old, it's the same old thing. It's going to happen the same old way. And I'm going to receive the same thing. I'm never going to get out of this box, you know. And so we just find a comfortable place and we plop there. And we live in this box hoping that something different happens. Amen. But, you know, you have to beef up your faith. Stay in the word. Change your look. When you change how you think, you're a whole new person. Amen. Hallelujah. Old things have then passed away. Your past doesn't exist anymore. See, fear paralyzes us. The fear of failure because we have a past. 
and we think that past is going to repeat itself, those past mistakes, you know, but God says that those past, the past things doesn't exist anymore, amen? Hallelujah. You know, we need to refresh our page again, amen? Start all over and submit to God and receive his peace again, hallelujah. You know, fear has no peace, amen? But God has peace. He has everything that we need. So why don't we turn to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Believe again. That sticks with me so much. Believe again. Hallelujah. It's your turn. (laughs) That was free. It's your turn. So believe again. Amen. Isaiah forty-one ten. It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. And I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. And that right hand is a symbol of power and authority, strength. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And so God says, I will uphold you. I'm with you. I've got your back. Amen. He will strengthen us and he will love on us. He won't reject us and try to accuse us because we are trying to get through something. Amen. Because he loves us. God is in control of your future. Tell fear that. God is in control of my future. Amen. And this is a reason to come out of fear. This is, to me, this is an arrow that you can shoot and hit him because he's in control of your future. Man is not in control of your future. Amen. And you know it's a web, a, a, a web, a wrong, how can I say, I don't want to say evil web, but it ain't a godly web that you weave when you think that man is in control of your future. Your, your future don't depend on no man. Hallelujah. God is in control of your life. Amen. Hallelujah. He has qualified you. Amen. He's commanded you. And likewise, we can command the atmosphere to change around us. Amen. You can command the atmosphere to change. Hallelujah. And take control of your thought process. This is what, see, fear makes you drift off. You know, but see, what I know about fear and what I've experienced, this is, I will put stuff on the shelf. I say, I'll deal with that later. Then a year has gone by. Two years, three years, and I never dealt with it. It didn't come near me, and I didn't go near it. And I said, I'll do that later. That's I don't have the solution to that yet. Amen. And before you know it, when you go back and try to deal with it, it looks bigger than it was before. Amen. Because we need to attack fear right there on the scene, at the scene of the crime. (laughs) Attack it. Amen. And so God has control of our future, and that's such a relief. Amen. When you think about truth, it stops everything. Truth stops fear in its track. Amen. Hallelujah. 
you know, we are free to use our faith whenever we want to. Amen. But fear somehow <clears throat> how tries to delegate or tries to tell you what it's going to allow you to use. You can't use your faith on that. Don't do that. It won't work. So fear tries to supersede faith and be in charge when it's not. It's just a mirage. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It, it, it takes control <clears throat> of your life if you let it. But you know what? It's a false control. Are y'all here today? It's a false control. Amen. And be honest with you, you can shut it down whenever you want to. Amen. But see, you have to have the be in the right mindset. You have to have the right strategy and the right knowledge and the right understanding to shut that thing down because it's a false thing. Ain't it? But it seems real because this is your life and you're going through it. And, you know, your feelings and your emotions are tied up in fear. It can just be a real, it can, it's devastating. Amen. Hallelujah. And so some people just rather not deal with it. You know, I'm one of them kind of people. I used to be anyway. And I used to just say, that's for later. Amen. And then it keeps you in some kind of false, victorious attitude. And it's a show. Because <laughs> you really ain't victorious. Because you got this thing called fear that doesn't ever totally go away. Amen. But you have to have the determination. That's an important word. The determination to finish strong. Trusting in God to conquer fear. Amen. And rely on the power of God for endurance. See, we try to handle this thing by ourselves, but I'm telling you, fear is a spiritual kind of wickedness. Amen. And I, I don't believe that it can be, you know, the natural realm can teach you some techniques to survive it and keep your head above it. But I know that only spiritual weapons can take that thing down. Amen. Hallelujah. Spiritual weapons can take that thing down. Amen. Hallelujah. So we need to finish strong. And God has given us strength. To secure what belongs to us. God, this stuff is happening with God. When you have fear, run to God. Amen. Don't put things on a back burner. Amen. Because as long as the devil can keep you paralyzed in that place, you'll never get victory. Amen. You'll never see the blessings of God. You may get a little peek at them, but you won't get the full measure because you need to launch an attack on fear and win. Amen? Hallelujah. And you can do it. Rely on the power of God, not your own strength. You can't work in your own strength. Now, there's things that we can do in our own strength to add to or to prepare for the strategy that God gives us, but basically you got to get some spiritual weapons to win this war on fear. Hallelujah. Got to be determined to get rid of it. You got to be tired of hanging on to it and, and allowing it to follow you. Amen. 
kind of like this commercial I saw. I don't know if you've seen it. It's the real you or the false you? Where this, is that the false you? The what? The not you. Amen. You, the not you is try, uh, <laughs> the not you will start living your life for you, taking taking stuff for you. <laughs> Amen. I want that. This lady has a uh, she's sitting down at a table with her friend, and she has this, and it looked good and muffin, and and her not her standing here says, I want that, and she says it's mine. Well, I want that, <laughs> so she takes something else. You know, the not you just got to take something from you. Amen? Well, some of y'all got it. Some of you didn't. Amen. <laughs> I want that. I like it. Persistent. Amen. And that's how the devil is. I want that. Everything you get, I want that. Amen. Want your kids. Want your house. Want your life. Want your car. Want everything. Amen, but that's not you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go to Second Timothy. Talking about fear. Second Timothy. <clears throat> and we know the scripture, but let's read it anyway. The not you. Wants something. The not you wants everything, to be honest with you. Amen. Second Timothy one verse seven. And it says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that sound mind talks about good discipline. It means good discipline, good judgment, a, diff- a disciplined thought pattern, and the ability to understand and make right decisions. When fear lurks, you can't make right decisions, have you noticed? You get caught up between should I and should I not and if I do this will happen and if I don't that might happen that's how fear is amen but you know it's good to just have this mindset this boldness that you just go through and if I mess up God is with me amen hallelujah God is with me is a mighty terrible one Therefore, your enemies shall stumble and be afraid. Amen. (laughs) Just let me throw that in there. Your enemy fear. It will be, it'll start being afraid of you. Amen. You turn that thing around. Hallelujah. Don't allow frustration to cancel, uh, frustration to fear. Don't allow frustration to fear cancel out your faith. Because this is what happens when you walk in fear. It cancels out your faith. And you're full of frustration. So don't let the frustration to fear cancel out your faith. Amen? Keep working on your faith. Keep uh, reading the word. Changing your, meditating on the word. Changing how you think. Changing your mindset. Changing your outlook on life. Demanding a change. Setting the atmosphere. Amen. Being bold and being mighty because the kingdom is within you. Amen. And all of these, this uh, word, the word of God and the power and the authority, it's in there like pray go. Amen. But see, when you're dealing with fear, fear tells you you don't, you, you don't have no power. It's never going to happen. You don't have authority. 
God's not with you. You don't know what you're doing. That's a good one. You'll never get out of this trouble. You'll never have anything. It's just going to be the same old way. Year after year after year. See, the fear lies. Amen. Big liar. But the Bible says to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. And operate out of the might of God. Amen. Get back into the presence of God. Answer. Get back into his presence. Calm down. Be sober. But be vigilant. Amen. It's kind of like um, pray as well as, what's the, fat, watch, watch as well as pray. You don't do one at a time. Amen. Do both. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when Gideon, Gideon was a scaredy cat. He had a lot of fear. But why did God choose him to take down the Midianites? Because he saw him as a mighty man of valor. And he said, he had, I don't know, I, I used to know 1,200 or 32,000 men in the beginning. And God kept cutting his army, cutting his army. You don't do that to a coward. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> and then when he got to 300 men, he, God told him to make that determination based on them watching and praying. Because the Bible says they were drinking water by the brook and the ones that lapped it like a dog take those men but the ones that got on their knees and were single minded cut them amen let the fear and the faint hearted stay home and so these men that lapped like a dog were watching as well as praying <laughs> amen those are the kind of people you want with them and they take took on all the armies, and they won victory after victory after victory. Amen. And this was a man that had fear. Amen. Because he challenged that fear. He challenged it. Amen. Hallelujah. God is here. See, God, and, and what did God keep telling him? Do not be afraid. Do not fear. And he's telling us that today. Be strong. Fear not. For I am with you. Be strong. I'll never leave you. Didn't I say to be strong and not not fear? I, don't fear. And you know what I like about God? I should say love about God. He didn't mind repeating it. Over and over. And you know what that tells me? God know who he's dealing with because we're his kids. He said, don't fear. But then he said, look at them. I know they're still scared. <laughs> And then he said, didn't I say fear not? Didn't I say? And see, that means he, he never gives up on us. He never gives up on us. He knows that there's an element of fear lurking around. That's how fear operates. Amen. But Gideon is one of my favorite people in the, in the Old Testament. You know, I, I should call him man of God slash warrior. Amen. Because he was afraid. Amen. He says, I'm nothing. You know, when God called him, I'm nobody in my father's house. Us Gideons, you know, whatever his last name was, we, you know, we're cowards. <laughs> we don't fight, you know. 
But you know, you can achieve anything with God. God is the answer to fear. It causes you to finish strong. Amen. Finish strong, trusting in God to conquer fear. Hallelujah. And relying on the power of God to endure. We all have need of endurance. The Bible says. Amen. And so we need to continue. Don't allow frustration to fear. I know I said this before. I'm going to say it again. Cancel out your fear. Amen. Don't let, I'm sorry, cancel out your faith. Don't let the frustration. See, frustration, because of fear, will cancel out your faith and cause you to just sit paralyzed in one place for years. I believe that's how people, you know, these people, the hoarders, people, you got to go in there and pull them out. And I believe that's how, it's fear. That's fear spirit. And, it, and it'll wall you in. And before you know it, you're a, um, how can I say it? You're a victim of your own self. Amen. And it's your own fear. Because evidently the pe- these people don't know the Lord and they don't know how to get out of that. Amen. You see, and they wall themselves in. Amen. And so you have to turn to God and, and climb your way out with the power of God. It's, this stuff can get serious. Y'all understand? Amen. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Let's go to Isaiah 35. Praise God. You know, we need repositioning and realignment. Hallelujah. Repositioning and realignment. Depending on God. It's, it's a place that we can, we can get there. In fact, we're almost there, but we have to let some things go. Isaiah 35 verse 3 says, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. And say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong and do not fear. You don't criticize them. Amen. You might have to get on them, but you don't accuse them of something because you don't understand. It's not how you handle people with fear. Amen. You slap them upside the head (laughs) and come out of it. Amen. And you tell them that God is with them. Be strong and do not fear. That's how God handled it. Amen. He said, be strong. Didn't I tell you to be strong? Be courageous. Hallelujah. I'm with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. This is how he, ha- he handled it. Strengthen, strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Hallelujah. With the recompense or the reward of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. For the water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Amen. God is the answer. We need to be repositioned. Amen. Or realigned. Amen. Realign your thinking. Realign your wants. Amen. Rethink everything. Hallelujah. But allow God 
to come in with his mighty power and change your life. Hallelujah. Get back into God's presence and find peace. Get into the, the right proximity to God and believe you are too far away from him. You're too far away. But get into the right proximity or the right place, a closer place. Amen. For a deeper walk, a closer place. A closer place for a deeper walk. Amen. A secure place. A secure place for a deeper walk. Amen. But you've got to reposition and readjust. See, you can't keep going the way you're going. And this is if you have fear. I know everybody don't deal with it. Or if you feel, <laughs> is that a new, that's a new song, huh? <laughs> but if you want to move from one place to another, a higher level. Amos 9.13 talks about a new paradigm. Amen. Where it's a new way of living, new way of thinking. And so you got to move from where, you got to move from back there. You got to go this way. Amen. <laughs> but you you got to go into the secret place. Amen. Into the secret place. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. The secret place is where I want to be. It's a good place. It's a place of strengthening. It's a place of renewal. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a place of repositioning. A place of readjusting. Amen. Hallelujah. Place of peace. Place of strength. All fear is gone. First John 4. Let's go there. Praise God. In fact, I want to hear that song. Can you accomplish that, Miss, Miss Tanya? Can you sing it for us? Oh, yes, you can. Yeah, you can do it. Always be ready when God call on you. Always be ready, right? Always be ready. Somebody, yeah, we can play it, but can we sing it? <laughs> Anybody can play it, but can we sing it today? Go on and pray. Pray, girl. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I didn't know it right now. <laughs> hey, I, I, we lucky she didn't do James Brown. <laughs> no, she's trying to mess with my head about that song. Now, we want to hear the secret place. Yeah. Yeah, tell me, you didn't know what we were talking about? No. Wake up. <laughs> Got to watch those musicians. <laughs> yes, he was trying me. <laughs> First John 4, <laughs> verse 18. We're going to expect our song at the end. All right. Praise God. There is no fear in love. Here is the main. This is it. Amen. There's no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Yes. Amen. Now, what, what does that mean? The love of God causes you not to feel 
fear. Amen. But you got to know God loves you. See, you got to know some things. You don't have to know much, but you got to know that. If you doubt God's love and doubt his, his power in your life, doubt that he's with you, then you'll experience fear in a bad way. Amen. It won't be just a passing hang-up. It, it, it'll be more than just a hangnail. Amen. It'll hover. You know fear hovers over your life? Hovers. Amen. You have to get the vacuum cleaner and the mop and throw stuff away and kick devils out to get rid of that thing. Boom. With the power of God. Amen. I mean a gnat that's, you know, in the gnat, but you need a spiritual cleaning up and get rid of that thing because it's bad place. Amen. You ever, you ever been, well, you do the same thing over and over again. Maybe it's a humdrum job and you're going through a ritual every day and you say, same thing every day, nothing new. Amen. Spirit of fear has got you locked in. Amen. Because it sees no future. Some people, hey, I'll leave this place and I'll go somewhere else. Amen. But sometimes you can feel stuck. Amen. With no light in sight. Amen. Secret place is where we need to be. Amen. And I'm not throwing shade. <laughs> Amen. I'm just saying. First John 4.18, I read that. There is no fear in love, but for perfect love. And that perfect, that word perfect means mature love. The mature love of God casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Amen. In other words, God sowed the first seed of love. And because he sowed that seed toward us. We need to receive it with gladness. Amen. Amen. See, God's doing his part. Our part is to receive love. It's not that we don't feel it yet. No, we haven't received it. God's given it to us, but we haven't embraced it. Amen. We need to embrace God's love. And fear, can't, it can't hide in love. There's no fear in love. Amen. Mature love casts out fear. He who fears has not been made perfect in love. So possessing the love of God results in fearless confidence toward God. It, when you receive the, the mature love of God, then you receive confidence. And that fear has let you go. Fear, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to dwell here. Amen. I'm going to dwell here. And I'm not going to. I may do a few things outside of the norm if somebody called me up and convinced me that I need to do these things. But basically, basically I'm, I'm, I'm good because I'm going to just do the same old boring stuff every day and not launch out into the deep, so to speak. Launch out. Amen. See what's out there for you. See what God has for you. Didn't I tell you not to fear? Yeah. Amen. Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be afraid. God tells us this all the time. And whatever we, 
whatever situation we go through. I don't care what kind, if it's a business deal or, you know, whatever it is, God goes with us. Amen. And, and it says that the Holy Spirit is our rear guard. So wherever you go, God goes before us. Amen. And he's our rear guard. So fear not, because he is with you. Amen. Fearless confidence is in God. Hallelujah. Possessing the love of God results in fearlessness. Love casts out fear. Shoot a love arrow. Cast out fear. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Faith, love, and obedience are related to each other. Faith, love, and obedience. And brings us into a loving relationship with God. Faith, love, and obedience. Related. It's in the same package. So come back to trust. Come back to trust in God. See, when you are in fear, you stop trusting God on that situation. It's on the shelf. I don't need that right now, God. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. See, that's what we, that's our survival tactic. Amen. I don't want it. That's how we survive from one day to another. Amen. So come back. Resubmit yourself. Realign yourself strategically. Realign. Amen. And we must break free of fear and find our place in God, in him, by him, and for him. And don't uh, become enslaved to it. Fear again. The Bible says a lot about fear and promises us divine protection as a blessing of the redeemed life. Are you redeemed? Yes, you are. Let's go to Psalm 91. We know it, but let's... Let's read it together. Hallelujah. Psalm 91. Praise God. Let's go to verse 2. It says, I say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Refuge is a shelter. He is my refuge. And my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Amen. Attacks that come like the plague. He'll deliver you from the, the plague. The attacks of the plague. Amen. He'll deliver you from the snare or the trap. The snare is a trap. And from the perilous pestilence. And he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. Amen. His truth shall be your shield and buckler, or your armor. And you shall not be afraid of the terrors by night. This is Jasmine's favorite scripture. Where's she at? Amen. Nor the arrows that fly by noonday, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness. Nor the destruction that lays, at, lays waste at noonday. Amen. 
It says, a thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. Only with your eyes shall you, shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. So if he's your dwelling place, if he's your refuge, fear can't touch you. Amen. Psalm 91 is uh, a uh, scripture or a prayer of divine protection. Amen. That's, we pray that over the policemen and the firemen. Amen. And it works. Hallelujah. Divine protection for your household. Walking in divine protection, everybody in your house. And we're sheltered. It's our refuge. And fear can't get to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Shoot the devil with Psalm 91. Amen. A thousand shall fall at my side. And ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come nigh you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God has the ability to keep the word to us. Keep the word to us. Keep it. Amen. Keep it. Won't let you forget it. Amen. Praise God. We have an oath and a promise to assure us that God can be trusted. He's trustworthy. He's given us an oath and a promise. Amen. He swore against him his own self because there was none higher for him to wage against. So he says, well, I just take an oath against me. Amen. That before I not perform on every jot and tittle of the word, I'll cease to exist. I'll self-destruct because nobody else, nobody can kill him. That's why he took an oath against himself. There's none greater. And we in fear, we need to commit these things to him. See, I think we're more afraid of what man think of us or afraid of man more than, more than God. Because God is with us. Or we, we just don't want to deal with fear sometimes. But it has to let go of us. Amen. It shall not come nigh us. Fear shall not come nigh you. Amen. It'll wolf at you. Wolf, wolf. It'll wolf at you, but it can't do nothing to you. It cannot harm you. Amen. A thousand shall fall at your side. Ten thousand by your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. God has given us an oath and a promise. Amen. Hallelujah. Divine protection for your whole family. Amen. This is a blessing and a promise for the redeemed. And we are the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. God has the ability to help us. Nobody else really can. Amen. Because some things are out of man's handlement. Is that a word? I don't know. (laughs) But we need to commit things. This is why we commit things to God. Because nobody else can help us. He is our help and our strength. Amen. In him we will trust. Hallelujah. Amen. So we go to him and we go and hide in the cleft of the rock. Amen. What does Psalm 91 say? Where do we hide? 
under the shadow of his wings and take refuge. We take cover. Amen. Even the, the, the terrible pestilence is no threat because God covers us. He'll hide us. And, and fear can't find us either. No, a lot of us need to change our address. Amen. Hallelujah. Joshua was religious, a religious leader who won victory after victory over the Canaanites. Amen. Joshua proclaimed to choose ye this day who ye will serve. And this is what Joshua told the Israelites. Choose ye this day who you will serve. And he's noted for as for me and my house. We shall serve the Lord. Amen. See, we need to make some proclamations like he did. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, he was afraid. That's why God told him, be courageous. Be, be you know, be bold. Be strong. Be very courageous. He said, didn't I say to be strong and do not fear? He was fearful. Amen. But he did his job. He led the, the Israelites into the promised land. Amen. And he, he had reason to fear because Moses had died. And then the leadership was going from Moses to Joshua. And it's always hard when you, you're taking over from a, a, a leader that was the most famous man in the world. The most powerful man in the world. Amen. And so that was fearful right there. And then for him to be leader and to take over. Hallelujah. It was a lot. But he did it. Why? Because God was with him. See, do I have that scripture written down? Yeah, let's go to Joshua 1. And we'll read a little bit about that. Hallelujah. Joshua 1. Joshua had to be reassured all the time of his fear. God was always reassuring him. Sometimes when you're in fear, you just need reassuring, not being hit over the head. Because really, I don't think people really understand fear, even those who experience it. You experience one phase of it. You know what I'm saying? But we don't totally understand the whole facet. But God does. Amen. And so I think he's, I know he's the answer. And he can uh, teach us. And we can minister that to others. Amen. But, you know, it's, it's one thing to be in fear. It's another thing to, um, you know, to have, get victory over it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But Joshua was a mighty man of God who had to be reassured by God. And that's okay. It didn't look like he should have, but mighty men need reassurance. Amen. Amen. We don't have to have a fear of failure. Amen. Don't continue to doubt yourself. See, that's where the, most of the fear is. It's in us. Amen. The way we think. We doubt ourselves and we blame others. But we doubt ourselves. Amen. Don't continue to do that. And don't allow man to play with your head. Amen. Don't seek approval from man. When you seek approval from man, you're allowing him to play with your head. As if 
fighting fear ain't hard enough. <laughs> Getting off the shelf. Come here and get off that shelf. Amen. You go get it. Say, I'm ready to deal with you now. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I have a strategy and I have determination. Amen. And so I'm ready to deal with fear. Hallelujah. I'm tired of it. And I have the answer. And it's the secret place. Which we want to still hear. (laughs) But don't doubt yourself. Allow God to come in and and renew your mind. Because, see, fear is a mindset. Amen? It's a mindset. Past failures are in the past. So start fresh and anew with God because He is doing a new thing in your life. Your life is just beginning a new thing. Hallelujah. God is the divine consultant. Write that down. He's your divine. Don't go to man. God is your divine consultant. Amen. Go to God. Amen. And he is all you need to conquer fear and to always deal wisely in the affairs of life. He, God deals wisely and he can teach us how to do the same thing. Even if we experience hardships, trials, and tribulations, God is still with us. And this is why God is saying, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. Amen. Let's go, go to Joshua 1, verse 2. It says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over to this Jordan, you and all your people, to the land which I and giving to them the children of Israel. And every place that the sole of your feet or your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. See, sometimes when we get in fear, when we get in leadership, you think things are going to be different. He, God is telling Joshua, it's going to be the same. So as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. Amen. But somehow we get fearful because we think it's going to be, well, God might, you know, he'll change them. It's not going to change. Amen. Hallelujah. He's eternal. He can't change. Hallelujah. It says, verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you, and I will not leave you nor forsake you. And this is what God is saying to you. Now, this is an instruction. This is Joshua's instruction, and it's our instructions. It says, this is the fight for you. Be strong and be, be of good cheer. Uh, be, I'm sorry, be of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong. You see how God keeps repeating, he keeps reassuring. See, God is a patient God. He loves us. He says, only be patient. Only be strong and very courageous. That you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. And do not turn it. It. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Wow. See, get rid of fear, prosperity shows up. Amen. 
Amen. And verse 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Keep the word in your mouth. How do you keep it in your mouth? Keep it before your eyes. Amen. But you shall meditate in it day and night. Not on it, but in it. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. And then God says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. And do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He said it to Joshua, and he's saying it to us today. Nothing has changed. Our God does not change. Amen. Only be strong and very courageous. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Deuteronomy 138, if you would write that down, Deuteronomy 138 and 328. God even commanded Moses to encourage Joshua. Amen. When he was walking with, he worked with, with Moses for 40 years, if I'm not mistaken. And he encouraged, God would encourage Moses to encourage Joshua because God knew Joshua was going to be the next leader. Moses may not, well, I think he did too. But he encouraged, see, people need encouragement. Amen. Do y'all agree? Need encouragement. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know, encourage yourself in the Lord. Who did that? Paul. Paul. David. David encouraged himself in the Lord. And he met, he meditated on the word. He had a relationship with God. Amen. And he knew where the secret place was. Amen. Just saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Joshua gained confidence and faith in God and led the people of Israel into the promised land, and he died of an old age of 110. See, that was normal to live over 100 back in those days. Now we have so much smog. <laughs> Sin. <laughs> you, you know, you work in the factories for 30 years, go home and croak. It's just so unhealthy. But, you know, back then, and people are still promised that same promise. We're promised 120 years. You can live till you satisfied. Amen. That's the word of God. Live till you satisfied. That's the way my father did. I believe he lived until he was satisfied. He told me one day, I looked at him and he said, ain't nothing to do. He would have me want to call certain people and I want, I said, they dead. You know, I ain't tell him. They ain't even here no more. He would say, so-and-so living. I said, mm-hmm, you got their number. I said, mm-hmm. You know, his friends, his age. I won't say you the only one. So anyway, he would just, after a while, he said, you know, it's just nothing to do. And I said, hmm, I know what that means. And not long after that. But one thing he said, he said, you keep doing what you're doing. Amen. Keep doing what you're doing. He said, because it's a good thing. Amen. And I Thank God for parents. Isn't that wonderful? Keep doing what you're doing. He told me, he says, I don't know how I wound up with such wonderful girls. And I said, oh, shucks. <laughs> okay, we'll get off. We'll get off that. But, you know, some things, if some things stick out that your parents can say that will stick with you for the rest of your life. That's one of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Joshua gained confidence and faith in God. Hallelujah. 
and he led the people. This was the only way he led those people. He led those people in quietness and confidence, and he allowed it to be his strength. Amen. He drew from God. He didn't draw from man. That encouragement that uh, Moses gave him helped him. Don't get me wrong. But he drew his strength from God. He drew his strength from the relationship that he had with God. That's how David did. You know, God was everything to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Joshua 24. We're in one. Let's slip over to 24. Hallelujah. 14 and 15. It says, Now therefore fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river in Egypt. And serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day who you're going to serve. Amen. This is Joshua speaking to the Israelites. He says, whether the gods which your fathers serve, is that right? Whether the gods which your fathers serve that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And see, that's what we say in, in a chaotic world that we live in. You see the, the heathen raging. Imagine a vain thing. Imagine a vain thing about Christians. But you say, but for me and my whole house, we shall serve the Lord. Amen. We have divine protection. We have blessings. We have peace, you know. And if you don't have it, keep proclaiming it. It'll get there. Amen. God loves us. He loves us. And he is with us. He's with his people. Amen. We don't have to fear. And we don't have to be discouraged. We don't have to be uh, um, disappointed. We don't have to be any of those things because God is with us. Amen. He loves us. He's not forgotten about us. Amen. He has blessings for us. They're already there. They're already there. Amen. All you have to do is tap into where they are. Amen. Tap into it. And don't let the devil steal it again. Don't let him steal it again. Amen. Hallelujah. Reaping, sowing tears are reaping favor. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that. Sowing tears, reaping favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Where was I at? Verse 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river. And in Egypt, serve the Lord. Oh, yeah, I read that. Then he says, as for me and my house. Or did I read that one already? Okay. I finished 15. Let me finish 15. I'll do it again. It says, and if... It seems evil to you. Choose yourself this day who you will serve. You know, you got to be all in. I just like that. Got to be all in. No more straddling the fence. No more half serving. Amen. Got to be all in. All in with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house. Hallelujah. 
Verse 16, so the people answered and said, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In verse 17, it says, for the Lord our God is he who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt for the house of bondage, from the house of bondage, who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us um, in all the way that we went and among, let's see, among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people, including the Amorites who dwelt in the land. And we also, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, you cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God, and he will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after he has done you good. And the people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua was really saying, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He says, so, so Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourselves, hint, hint, that you have chosen the Lord for yourself to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Now, therefore, he said, put away the foreign gods which are among you and incline your heart to the Lord God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made for them a statute and an ordinance in Sketchum. Amen. I'll stop right there. Hallelujah. Praise God. So when the Lord appeared before him and said, Go with this mighty, uh, let's see, who are we talking about now? Let's go, I'm sorry, let's go to Joshua. I mean, sorry, Judges 17. I'm almost finished. We're going to talk a little bit more about Gideon. Amen. Judges 7. Getting ahead of myself. Judges 7. Okay, I have it. Judges 7. Verse. Did did that make sense that I just... Okay. So Judges 7 now. Verse 14. Okay, and we're going to talk a little bit about... Gideon, we started talking about him already. Gideon was a fearful man. Amen. And this Gideon was thrashing wheat in, in the cellar, where it says on the cellar floor, or the wine floor, or whatever. But he was in the cellar and he was hiding from the Midianites. As we know, he took his 300 men and he defeated the army. But just let's just read verse 14 and 15, just because I have it written down. It says, Then his companions answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. 
And so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hands. And then the divide, then he divided the 300 men into three companies and put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty pitchers and torches inside the pitchers. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. Watch. And when I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. When I blow the trumpet and I and all who are with me, then you also blow the trumpet on every side of the whole camp and say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men, because there was three camps, 300 all together, Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outpost of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, just as they had posted and watched, they blew the trumpets and broke the pictures, and they were in their hands. And then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pictures. They held the torches in their left hand and the trumpets in their right. And see, that's to me, it's a, a sign of praying as well as watching. Amen. And, you know, you got to learn to multitask when you're in the army of the Lord or you're in trouble. Amen. So they prayed, they, uh, it says they blew trumpets with one hand, and, and they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place and, and all around the camp, and the whole army ran and cried and fled. I think they more scared them than anything else. <laughs> it says, When the 300 blew, did I read that, 22? And when the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord said, every man, every man swore against his companion throughout the whole camp. And the army fled to Beth Acacia toward Zerath, as far as the border of Abel, Mehola, by Tabith. And the men of Israel gathered together from Nephtali, Asher, and all Manasseh. And pursued the Midianites. And then Gideon sent, sent messengers throughout all the mountains of Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites and seize them from the water places as far as Beth, Barah, and the Jordan. And all the men of Ephraim gathered together and seized the water places as far as Beth, Barah, and the Jordan. And they captured two princes of the Midianites, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at the mountain of, of Oreb. And Zeb they killed at the winepress of Zeb, and they pursued Midian and brought the heads of, of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon on the other side of the Jordan. And then in the next chapter 8, it talks about Gideon subduing the Midianites. Amen. But he won every battle he faced with a few people because all you need is a few good men. Amen. Thank you. All you need is a few obedient people, and you will win a war. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's see. We can talk about Joshua. We have a little bit of time. Joshua, let's go to Joshua 1. And we talk about how Joshua was afraid because he was called um, a chosen prophetic voice. But he was afraid to talk. Amen. Amen. But God says before you were even born or before you were formed in your mother's womb, he says, I knew you. Amen. Amen. 
That's in Joshua 1. Let me find it right quick. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. I just like Joshua so much. I'm going to talk about him all day. Jeremiah 1. Verse 4. And it says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in your womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Amen. And he's God is saying, Look, this is why I'm calling on you. And this is God's purpose for him on in his life. This is God's purpose for him. He says, I ordain you a prophet of the nations. Amen. And then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. You see what I'm trying to show you? Every mighty man of valor came up with an excuse when God called them. They had fear. Amen. And I'm not saying it's okay to have fear. I'm not trying to befriend fear because fear has torment. Amen. It's not good. But what I'm saying is God will help you out of a fearful life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's important. All of these men showed something in common. They had to go to the place of their assignment. Amen. Even though they had faith, God didn't dismiss their assignment. Our assignment is not dismissed. You may have faith, but you got to come through. Amen. You got to do it anyway. And don't dwell on the past failures. Or allow fear to paralyze you from going forward. you got to go forward. And this is why God said obey the instructions. He gave Joshua instructions. He gave Jeremiah instructions. He gave them all instructions. And he didn't bow to that fear. And he didn't allow them to bow to the fear. I have one more. Joshua 40. I mean Isaiah 43. There I go talking about Joshua again. Isaiah 43. Hallelujah. We're almost done. I think we're running out of time. Isaiah 43 and verse 18. I'll get there soon. And it says here, do not remember the former things. This is how, amen. Do not remember the former. See, you got to forget about your past mistakes. Amen. Because if you don't, you ain't going nowhere. Amen. You got to let them go. And see, the devil will say, well, that's what they talking about. You ain't the latest news. Y'all, we talked about that last year. You know what I'm saying? It's dead news. It's fake news. Hallelujah. Just kidding. But do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Amen. In other words, don't dwell on the past. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. Think about that. A river in a dry desert. And the beasts of the field will honor me. The jackals and the ostriches because I give water to the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I give drink to my people, my chosen. And this people I have formed for myself. They shall declare my praise. Hallelujah. 
God formed us for himself. Isn't that wonderful? God is doing a new thing in your life if you trust him. Renew your mind in the word and enjoy the victory in Christ. Amen.